T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back. Our number two of Beach and Company. Joe Beamer in for Sandy. He is enjoying a long Thanksgiving vacation. He'll be back next Tuesday here on WBEN. I know we are all looking forward to that. All right, two things on the table for you this hour. I'd like to know your Thanksgiving political conversations. Are you dreading them? Are you looking forward to them by even knowing who you're cornering uh, come tomorrow? And what's your game plan? If you are dreading that conversation, what is your game plan to get out of it? I had a texter here I'll read in a few minutes who is, uh, has a plan to take a nice walk if it gets too heated. Also, stories of Thanksgiving past heated political conversations, 803-0930. Also, your sobriety test stories. Have you been pulled over? What did you think of the test? What happened? Also, Officers out there who want to call in, just give us a rundown of the procedure of those tests. You know, after it happened yesterday, I'm very interested in the procedure and when do they do what? What are they looking for? And also keeping our roads safe tonight, tomorrow, and Friday with the heightened presence of check stops, checkpoints, I'm sorry, and officers around there to make sure the roads are safe for us to drive on. Again, and I will say this every segment, if you're going out tonight, if you're going out tomorrow, Friday, whenever you're going out, have a plan to get home. It's 2019. You don't have to risk it. Don't put yourself at risk. Don't put others at risk. You have uh, taxis. You have ride sharing. I'm sure you have a friend you could wake up and have pick you up. Be safe. Be smart. Let's go to Frank in Williamsville to kick off the hour. Frank, good morning. Joe, how intimidated did you feel when the cops pulled you over? Well, at first, I, I, I thought, okay, I, I was going a little fast, and I'm probably just going to get this ticket and, and go on. I was very intimidated once I was honest and said, yes, I had a drink with my dinner, and then, you know, the lights flashing on you. And the, the first few tests were easy. Follow the pen, do the thing with your fingertips. But then when he had me get out of the car and three other cop cars showed up, yeah, I started feeling very intimidated. Did he ask you if you were having drinking, or did he just ask you where where have you been? He asked where where I'd been, and I was honest. I said I, I went out for dinner, and I did have a drink with my meal. Okay. Now, when they had the three cop cars pulled around you as you're doing these tests, I'm sure they all have that really bright light on that they're shining on you, right? Is that correct? Two of the cars had their brights right on me. The other one was actually in front of my car and one on the side of me. That's what happened to me. I was pulled over for talking with my, on my cell phone in Chictawaga, and before I could say boo, I had a cop car in front of me, behind me, in the, in the side, and the other side was the curb, locking me in. I felt like Pablo Escobar. It, it's, it's, it's very intimidating. It is, and I even told the officer, I said, you know what, I just have to take a minute, get my breath. I am very nervous. I was shaking, you know, but again, I understand this, this week is 
one of the most for drunk drivers. They're just doing their job. But yes, intimidated. Uh, I was very intimidated. And I knew I was sober. I was just waiting for that breathalyzer test so I could say, look, I'm fine. Well, it, I know that when, every time I see a, a, a news show and they show the, the police with the body camera on and they're pulling somebody over and there's shots follow whatever, it's such a high-pressure situation. That I, they need to be taught better how to diffuse that situation, you know, and I don't think having three cop cars there with all the bright lights shining and everything is, is, is how, how you diffuse a thing, you know? Especially in East Aurora. I mean, what are they doing with four cop cars altogether uh, to begin with? Yeah, it, just, it seems like a power play. and I think that's why people get, you know, have attitudes about, towards law enforcement, that, 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 that the cops are out to... To get us, you know? I do have to say, I mean, I, I have all the respect in the world for our police officers. And, and this guy, I have to say, for the most part, was really cool during it. But you could definitely tell the attitude change when I mentioned I had had a drink with my meal. And then also after I um, was given the breathalyzer, how it changed back real quick right after that. He actually walked the ticket up to me and said, you know what? If you take this to court, it'll be dismissed mm-hmm. and, you know, go on your way. Yeah, it sounds like a happy ending, but yeah, it's just, I've been through it twice. One time on a throughway for speeding, and I was speeding, I admitted it. But the police officer asked, actually asked me why I was shaking. You know, I mean, because it, it's scary to get pulled over by the cops at, at, at midnight on and then and the throughway, you know? As soon as he said, you know, he said, we're going to do a few tests, I mean, obviously. You know, like you said, uh, my my nerves started getting in, and I'm usually really good with nerves. But I mean, hey, all the spotlight is on you, 100. percent Well, I'll leave you with this. I I experienced the Thanksgiving arguments, so I'm to the point now. My 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 uh, motto is no no talk about religion or politics. Period. All right, Frank. Well, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. All right, Frank in Williamsville, opening up a line for you at 803. 803- Oh nine thirty. Let's go to Todd in Cheatawaga. Todd, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? Todd, I'm doing great. What do you got for us this morning? Well, I want to start by saying if I sound like I'm making a joke of it, I'm not by any means. Um, I also I'm a two years sober now. I'm an alcoholic, recovering alcoholic. Well, congratulations on the uh, sobriety, Todd. Thank you. Um, I've been pulled over twice. The first time was when I got the DWI. That's not what sobered me up, though, so I want to clear that. That's not what sobered me up. But when I got pulled over, I was I was three sheets to wind. Um, but I was such a good alcoholic that I passed the sobriety test. Wow. Oh, so you, you were drunk and passed the the, uh, the initial test. I, I passed them. and But I told the guys I drank. I wasn't lying. I was really good. I followed all. I was very cool, very cooperative. Yes, I've been drinking. How much? I said I had no idea, and that's the truth, <laughs> probably since in the morning. Um, so I knew I was over. So I'm like, why fight it? You know, so I, but I went through the motions, finger this, look at the pen, do this, and I passed, and they go, okay, we're going to do breathalyzer. You go, like, sure, go ahead. Bingo, bango, blew off the charts. They got another breathalyzer, another cop car came. They got another breathalyzer. They didn't believe what I blew. And uh, they took me back to the station. I said, can I ask what I blew? They go, well, we're going to do it. Then they had me do a hard blow, what they call a hard blow, at the station. They still didn't believe what I blew, and then I passed the, the uh, sobriety checks. Because I blew a .24. Wow. Which is way out there. 
Add a zero to that. That's what I blew. A point oh two four. A point oh two four. I blew a point two four. Wow. Now, Todd, if you don't mind me asking, um, what was the final thing to sober you up? Um, I got very very sick. Um, I was having bad, very bad stomach pain. This is about five years after this happened, and um, I thought I just had a bad stomach problem. Blah blah blah. I went to the hospital. By the time I stepped foot in the door, I was in the hospital for four weeks. Um, they found a little bit of cancer on my liver. I had cirrhosis of the liver. Not fully, not fully, but it started. And I started, uh, blood vessels were popping in my intestinal, in my, um, and outside my liver box because of the alcohol. Oh, man. So they dragged me out in the hospital besides having emergency surgery to save my life. I was in ICU for six days. And, um... But the alcohol was part of it, but the cancer was not from the alcohol, but the alcohol did cause the cirrhosis, so unfortunately. But um, that's, I needed to sober up because I had to get it dried out. I was, I was drinking too much, you know, so I would never have been able to uh, do it on my own. Um, I would have had to have gotten help anyway, but I, was, I wasn't an alcoholic in my mind. No people are. You know, I was fine. I was 100% fine now, in t- my mind. Todd, let me ask you. So it's been two years what has been, if anything, the most difficult about getting to the two-year point? If, if I have to say is when um, the toughest thing is when I went to my first uh, outdoor event, like a Sabres game I went to, was very strange because the first thing you do when you go to a concert, football game, you grab a beer. Exactly. Oh, you're with your buddies, you grab a beer, and that was the first time out sober that I, I didn't know what to do. I was in like such a different world, you know, so I got through it, obviously, but it was, I, it was, it was tough. I was like, I've never been to a game without a beer before. How do you do this? How do I act? It was, it was like a brand new step. It was, it was two years ago, mind you. So I'm different now, but now it's, now it's just here and over there for me. Well, ta- challenge it every day of the rest of my life, but, um, a lot different but the second time quick real quick though the second time i got pulled over i was 100 percent sober it was worse than when i got pulled over when i was drunk because the cop didn't believe the fact that i i said sir i don't drink it was 1 30 in the morning i said i don't drink alcohol i'm sober once i told him i was an alcoholic bing, he pulled him right out of the car like he didn't believe me like how dare you make me feel stupid and lie to me like all right whatever and i you know i blew a zero so Well, Todd, thanks for sharing the story, and congratulations on the sobriety. Thank you, sir. Have a good holiday. Thanks, you too. Todd in Chittawaga opening up a line for you, 803-0930, star 930. The Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open, 3930. It's Beamer in for Sandy Beach. More after this. Joe Beamer in for the legend. Sandy Beach, he is taking a well-deserved vacation. He'll be back next Tuesday. We'll all be looking forward to that. Today, we have a few things on the table for you. Talking Thanksgiving political talk. Do you dread it? Are you looking forward to it? Do you have a game plan to get out of it? Also, stories of heated Thanksgiving political conversations from the past. And sobriety checkpoints. As I told my story from yesterday, Looking for your stories and uh, your experiences. Also, any officers out there that would like to break down those sobriety tests, what you're looking for, and how you're keeping the road safe with the upped presence these next few days. Again, 
We are all thankful for them keeping us safe every day. 803-0930, star 930. Let's start with Dan in West Seneca. Dan, good morning. Well, and good morning, and happy Thanksgiving to you and yours and all the listeners out there, whether they like me or not. <laughs> you too, Dan. Um, you know what? For Thanksgiving, uh, in today's world, it can stray to some political conversation. Um, and and I'm I'm older. I, I my oldest brother's seventy three years old. Um, so we normally one line it away. And, and we kind of laugh about the politics of today, and, and, uh, and I mean that sincerely, and, and, and I'll tell you why. You want a story about a political conversation, uh, it would have been probably 1969, and we were at the dinner table, and back then everybody ate dinner together, and you had my father, he kind of was a man of few words, he had served in the Second World War, and he gave birth to all, well he didn't give birth, my mother did, but we were all boys, and I was the baby. So he sat there with my brother, and he wanted my brother to go to work with him. He uh, he said, you know, uh, school is ending, high school was ending. Uh, it was obvious you weren't going to college, so it's time you come to work with me, you know. And my brother really didn't want to do that. We had all done it in the summertime. He taught us all how to drive truck and all that. And he, he knew what he was. You know, back when I was a kid, if your father was a plumber, uh, you had a 90% chance of becoming a plumber because uh, I don't know if, if that happened with other families, but it certainly happened in mine. So my brother says, no, Dad, I'm, I'm going to go into the Navy. I'm going to be like you. I'm going to go into the Navy, and, um, you know, I, I want to do this, and I want to do that, and so on and so forth. So I think my father was proud, and my mother was horrified because uh, Vietnam was pretty hot then. And uh, my brother ended up being a gunner's mate on the Mekong Delta on a PT boat. And uh, he served his tour duty. Uh, and then I had another brother who was a combat engineer. Uh, and it all happened uh, rather rapidly uh, in succession. And then my brother, Scott, uh, he ended up serving 22 years from that point. And I believe he was nine years in the Army. And he finished um, with the Air Force. And I think he did some uh, reserve time with the 914th Air Wing in Niagara Falls. Anyway, they're all retired today, and we all survived. Um, but that was our conversation, and it was funny um, because my father felt that you should serve your country, and my brother Jim felt that the war was a bunch of garbage, and Nixon was garbage, and um, and my brother volunteered, and he went. And and I got to tell you, they used to give you these battle stars that you put in your your window there if your children were away at war. Uh, and my mother had four of them, so uh, and not all at the same time, uh, but she lived through that, um, and I lived through that, and and we all made it. So uh, political conversation, uh, as opposed to having quality time with family, and and we all prefer Thanksgiving to Christmas. Christmas can be stressful. That's a time you remember whom you love that's not here any longer. And if you didn't have any money, you, you felt bad about not being able to give something to somebody that you love. Uh, so we like Thanksgiving because, you know, we just sell it. We're all still here. Uh, we're, we're alive. We're, we're balding. They're fatter than I am. I'm in good shape. Um, and who cares about Donald Trump or anything else? I'm, I'm sure they, they're happy you said that on the air, Dan. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Listen, I, I in, in high school, I weighed about 110 pounds, and middle age spread for me, I'm at about 140, and I still exercise, um, and I walk a lot. 
uh, and I wish they would have. You know, you don't know. It depends on your individual metabolism, and after 60 years of age, uh, things can go south uh, pretty quick, but uh, I'm happy to say we're all here. We don't always get along, uh, and there is much more important things than whatever's going on in Washington, uh, D.C. My recommendation is give somebody a hug and a kiss and, and tell them thank you for always being there. Well, Dan, you and your family obviously have so much to be thankful for. Now, is there a special tradition you have uh, on Thanksgiving or maybe the day before or after that you look forward to? Um, well, I'm a grandfather now, and I look forward to everything. And, and what I've tried to do, and you're going to think it's very, very corny, but I watch Lawrence Welk on PBS on Sundays with my granddaughter and uh, I named the instruments in the orchestra, and we talk about the difference between being soprano and bass as far as the tone of your voice. Um, and, and we talk about how nice they dressed uh, back then. I don't care if everybody in America actually could afford to dress like that, um, and, and it probably didn't really reflect everything going on at the time. I, I prefer that. I like the conversation. Um, Dinner together, that's, that's been my insistence for holidays. You can be as busy as you want any other time of the year, but for one day out of the year, uh, you should have time for me and, and the things that I feel that are important. And I, I just want to look at you, and, and, and I want to know you're all right. I, I don't need to know everything going on with you. Just once a year, you can just check in and be there, and we can have dinner and uh, be silly the way we were when you were little. I loved all of that stuff. All right. Well, Dan, thank you and your family for your service, and have a great Thanksgiving. Yep. All right. That's Dan in West Seneca. Opening up a line for you, 803-0930. Political conversations, dreading them, looking forward to them. How are you going to dodge them? Also, sobriety check stories. I gave you mine. Let me hear yours. 803-0930. More after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yes, we are halfway through this Thanksgiving Eve show. To all of you working out there today, hope you're having a great Thanksgiving Eve. Maybe you're leaving work early or have some great plans once work is done. Uh, I know everyone looking forward to the big meal tomorrow, seeing friends and family, always fun. Always fun to catch up with those people you can't see on a regular basis. 
and have some turkey. That's always nice, too. Hey, the deal of the day from my Buffalo Perks. Eat fresh and eat local at Buffalo Roadhouse Grill. And right now, eat for less. Get $50 to use at Buffalo Roadhouse Grill for just 30 bucks. That's a 40% savings only from My Buffalo Perks. Details at MyBuffaloPerks.com. The Buffalo Roadhouse does have a very nice menu. An extra 20 bucks. So if you pay 30, get 50. That's definitely a fun night out. 803-0930. We got two things on the table for you. Thanksgiving tomorrow, political conversations, you know, the impeachment hearings having wrapped up last week. We've already had the schedule for next week laid out. So the Judiciary Committee will start their trials next week. So my question to you is, politics, are you dreading it coming up? Are you looking forward to it coming up? Do you know those family members that might single you out or you are ready to single out? And if you are one of those people dreading the political conversation, as I would, what is your game plan? We had someone on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board say their game plan to get out of the house and go for a walk. Don't let it get to the point where it is awkward for everybody else. Also, stories of Thanksgiving past. Do you have a story of a political conversation on Thanksgiving that got so heated everyone in the room had that awkward feeling? And also, I told you a story about yesterday. I got pulled over, had to do a sobriety test, had to blow into the breathalyzer. I was sober, by the way. Uh, but what about your stories of sobriety checks, having getting pulled over and having to go through those tests and any officers out there that perform those tests? What are you looking for and what is the rundown for the next few days as you keep our roads safe and we are all very thankful for that. 803-0930. What about David in Lockport? David, good morning. Hey, good morning to you. Uh, it's just my woman and myself here now. Most of my family's gone, and I have one sister left, and she's a snowbird. <laughs> she's down in Fort Myers. But her husband, uh, he was a vice president for New York State United Teachers. Oh, I see where this is going. So you can imagine... Some of the conversations that, you know, I used to have all the way back to the red and green budget days. I, I used to fight with him, and uh, it, it was, uh, you know, I used to explain to him how he's really screwing the kids by keeping drunks and perverts and teachers that shouldn't be teachers in the job by defending them. But he used to explain that because I, not that I was wrong, but because that. I was pointing these things out that I was I was the extremist. So you see how that works. Uh, but I think I won that argument because he stopped. He ceased uh, breathing about a little over a year ago. So I don't have to worry about fight with him anymore. But I bet he's still voting Democrat somehow. Uh, so, David, the good thing is that you're, you, uh, you said you're not going to have a Thanksgiving conversation. You don't have to worry about that political conversation. The only, the only thing me and my girl get wound up about over the dinner table is we get mad telling each other about what the Democrats are doing now. So it's not a disagreement. It, it's just venting frustration, I guess you would say. Um, 
when it comes to the driving, at least the way it used to be, the cops would give you a ticket for being over whatever the daily legal limit was, the de jour limit, you know. It's going to be zero pretty soon. And then the other one for your performance on the side, out of the car. So you would, they would literally write two tickets years ago, and then if you managed to beat the one, they, they would still have the other one to nail you with. Um, so that's, that's the way it used to be, and I'll knock on wood here and say, thankfully, I don't know what they're doing these days. Um, but I'll tell you, I, here's a thought that drives me nuts. <clears throat> this is your country. You went out to dinner and you had a drink. And you got to get harassed. I mean, they do it on the on the radio, you know, click it or ticket. Or if you're drinking, we'll be in your rearview mirror, right? Police state tactics. And you're in your own country. Now, if you got in an accident and it doesn't matter if somebody ran into you and you were drinking, it's your fault. They're going to say you should not have been there. But these same bastards from Albany are going to take millions of Mexicans who don't belong here, and they're going to hand them driver's licenses. So they can go out, and, you know, and especially the males. The males, the, the Mexican nationals have stuff called, you know, machismo they practice, where they go out and get blasted drunk and go out looking for little girls. This is what we're legalizing. But don't you dare have a drink with dinner, okay? You know, <laughs> Just unbelievable what America's turned in. I'm st- oh, I'm still at my weight class from uh, wrestling too, but I gained an extra hundred pounds on purpose to uh, just to make sure those little girls would stop pestering me. You know, so David, always an interesting call, man. You have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. You too, <laughs> David in Lockport. Opens up a line for you eight oh three oh nine thirty. Let's take a look on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Right off the bat, I mean, this is the important text, and I agree with the texter. I'd like the answer on this. If the hearings are coming up again, will they be televised during the day and take out the young and the restless? Well, let me tell you, good news for fans of YNR. CBS was the first national network, I'm sorry, the first network television station to take the impeachment off and go back to regular programming. So CBS might have realized this whole thing is a sham and they don't want to lose any more regular programming because of it. And the funny thing about CBS pulling the impeachment hearings was Brian Stelzer at CNN acting even more like a crazy person than he already does. He had like a three-tweet thread criticizing CBS pulling out of the impeachment coverage. Uh, just unbelievable. So, Texter, I will try to get the answer for you, and we'll see if we can uh, find out if we are going to have to put up with more televised hearings during our afternoon. 803-0930, star 930. When we get back, we'll talk to you. It's Beamer in for Sandy. Joe Beamer with you in for the legend Sandy Beach. Sandy taking a well-deserved Thanksgiving vacation. He will be back on Tuesday. We'll be looking forward to that. Today, we're asking you about Thanksgiving. Tomorrow, the big dinner, seeing some family and friends. And I know for the most part, everyone is happy about seeing their family and friends. However, I know a lot of you are dreading that political conversation that's going to come up. Some of you might be looking forward 
to that political conversation that's going to come up. My uh, question to you, what's your game plan and stories of Thanksgiving pass? All right. A time a political conversation got so heated, everyone around the Thanksgiving table uh, was feeling a little awkward. Also, your sobriety test stories. I started the show telling you about yesterday, got pulled over for a different offense. I admitted to having a drink with my dinner, went through a bunch of tests, ended with a breathalyzer, and was sent on my way. Obviously, I would not drive under the influence But I want to know from you, uh, you being in that situation, and if you're an officer breaking down that situation, we'd love to hear the perspective from you as well. 803-0930. Let's go to George in Lewiston. George, good morning. Hi, Mr. Beamer, and a happy Thanksgiving to you and all your people listening. George, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you as well. I have a very fortunate situation this year. I'm going to the VFW for Turkey. I'm going to my cousin for turkey. I'm going to my preacher friend in the southern tier for turkey. <laughs> You're going to have a lot of turkey. Yeah, over three days, but <laughs> one of those fortunate situations, I guess. Sounds like you have a lot to be thankful for, George. I do. I'm a disabled veteran, and I'm thankful I'm still here and, and uh, have such a great friends and family. Well, and we thank you for your service, George. What are you looking most forward to? Well, um, I make my own homemade cranberries. I don't use much sugar, but I use these crispin apples. And uh, with the the uh, cranberries, of course, cook them up. And I think they're the best thing in the meal. <laughs> I'm a little prejudiced because I make it. <laughs> Sounds delicious, George. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the DUI situation. I, I don't have any experience of being in that where you were, but I have a kind of a, a statement about it. Um, what happens is that years ago, when they pulled you over, one placement was in attendance. Well, they came along with this law now that all the funds from these uh, seizures, which can be 10000 to 20000 by the time you get lawyers in, goes to funds to bring in more policemen. They all got these cruisers on the lake now. They get to cruise around and, you know, add to the confusion out there. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden there's five people showing up, you know, for what used to be a one-person job. No, I understand it's a little more dangerous in this world, so I understand a second car. Um, but I think that this leads back to the, the Bar Association because they get the work. They get $10,000, you know, to go in and defend somebody. But the judges also have more judgeships. I think it's, it's polluted our system in America. I, I, I um, George, I'd have to agree with that. So uh, you've never had the experience of being pulled over? I've been pulled over, but I guess it's one of those things of being friends with policemen. <laughs> I knew the police officer pulling me over, and they kind of looked at me and said, you can go ahead, you know. <laughs> well, George, have a great Thanksgiving. Like I said, sounds like you have a lot to be thankful for and a lot of turkey to look forward to. I do. You right. And have a nice holiday yourself. George, you too, and uh, thanks for your service. Thank you. Thank you, George. And Lewiston opens up a line for you at 803-0930. Now, in the next hour, we're going to get talking a little more about your family and friends who are there and how much of your family and friends can you really take before you're already sick of them. As a lot of us are hitting the road, well, I shouldn't say us, I'm not hitting the road, as a lot of you are hitting the road today or tonight to spend Thanksgiving with those out of town, 
A new study surveyed 2,000 people say the average person gets sick of their family after three hours and 54 minutes. 75% hit a point to where they need to escape for a moment to be alone. So I'm, I'm going to throw that into the political conversation at Thanksgiving. Be honest. You can use a fake name. But how long does it take for you to get sick? And I wouldn't say sick of your family. I don't like the way they worded it. Uh, just get sick of the situation and have to find just a few moments to be with yourself. I got a few other numbers from this survey. We'll introduce that into the next hour. Also, your traditions. What are you looking forward to these next three days? I know a lot of people go out tonight. Um, obviously, a lot going on tomorrow. The turkey trot, which I will be doing for the first time with Brian Mazarowski tomorrow. The football, the bills are included in that this year. And on Friday, Black Friday shopping, do you have a group you get up early with or maybe go shopping on Thursday night with, uh, and it's become kind of a tradition? 803-0930, we'll talk about that. We'll talk if you get sick of your family before the four-hour mark. And still going to take your calls on sobriety checkpoints. Like I said last night, I was uh, going a little fast, got pulled over. And I was honest. I told the officer that I had a drink with my dinner. He put me through a bunch of tests in the car, outside of the car. I obviously passed those, took the breathalyzer. I was nowhere close to intoxicated and was on my way. But it made me think, when I first mentioned it this morning, the text board blew up with people in their um, situations or hearing of a friend who had done that. So I'd like to hear your situation uh, what happened when you were put on the spot with a sobriety test, with the breathalyzer, and also for the officers out there who we, are, who we are so thankful keep us safe on the roads and obviously just in our lives every day, put their lives on the line. You're, what are you looking for during that sobriety test? What is the procedure and how far along do you go when you know if the person has passed the test or, hey, this person needs to get in the car even before the breathalyzer. 803 0930, star 930 on your cell phone. The Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board is open 3930. Are you sick of your family already? Give us a call. Escape for a few minutes. It's Joe Beamer for one more hour here on Thanksgiving Eve on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 